Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bobby's Bites. So this week's Parsha we is Parsha's Yisro. And in it we have the reunion of Moses with his with his family, his wife, his two sons, and his father-in-law, Yisro. As well, we have the pivotal scene of the Jews receiving the Ten Commandments, the Torah, which ultimately changes the fate of the Israelites into that of the Jewish people, converting them from a simply a nation to a nation married to God, right? ultimately becoming the Jewish people. Um, however, at the end of the Parsha, we have a verse that says, you shall not ascend the, with steps upon my altar so that your nakedness will not be uncovered upon it. So what we're talking about is the high priest, the Kohen Gadol, he would have to ascend the altar, right? He would have to go up. The altar was had a ramp and then there was a plane on top of the ramp, a stage on top of the ramp, where you would present the sacrifice, offer the sacrifice to God. And the Kohen Gadol, or the Kohen, would wear, his garb would be a dress, kind of like, a skirt, kind of like. Um, and so the idea basically is, so you go up the step in a um, modest manner, such that, such that, your nakedness will not be uncovered, right? So if you take very large steps and you're wearing a skirt-like item, you'll uncover a large portion. So there's two differing... So there's two explanations of this. So the Mechilta says, so do not tread, tread them in a demeaning manner. Meaning, so that when it comes to your fellow who possesses the image of one who spoke the world into existence, logic dictates do not tread him in a demeaning manner. Whereas Rashi says, now if regarding these stones, which are not sentient, to be sensitive about their being demeaned, Torah says, since they are useful, do not tread, tread them in a demeaning manner. When it comes to your fellow who possesses the image of your creator, who, and who is sensitive about being demeaned, how much more so? So, he, so we have basically these two explanations. And fundamentally, what they are saying is, if in the case here, where the idea of uh, uncovering oneself in a manner that's not fitting, such that the Kohen taking large steps to uncover a large portion of that dress-like area, right, which is, in immod- which is immodest. And so from there we learn, right, don't, there, therefore, if it's, in, if it's embarrassing to these stones, if you're demeaning these stones, such that, that, that are the ramp for the altar, so... How much more so should you not embarrass somebody who resembles the image of the one who spoke the, wor- the, the, the world into existence or who is made in the image of the creator, the Michilta and Rashi, respectively? But it's much deeper than that. On face of value, because we don't... We don't need really to be told, don't embarrass somebody. It's kind of like a given. You know not to embarrass somebody. You know not to embarrass somebody. And the actual stones, the, so, this, so, so why do we have to learn it from the stones, right? Who are not sentient beings. What's this, what's this idea of, being, of, of learning this out? So, right, we know we're not allowed to embarrass somebody. Additionally, there's... Some, there's 
there's a nuance here, right? So you're allowed to take large steps in the, in the Holy of Holies. You're allowed to, to, to take large steps in the Hekel. You're allowed to take large steps in other places. But rather, it's this nuance that these stones are, ut- are a utility, right? And because they're useful, because they have a usefulness to them, therefore, you're not allowed to demean them. Therefore, you're not allowed to demean them. And what that means is, Right, so there's a the the altar, right? The whole aspect of the altar, right? The the ramp to go up. That whole thing is a part and parcel of the the tool that is the altar, right? It's not an aesthetic thing; it's a functional thing, and they they have a use. And so, what 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 the distinction really is? What we're saying here, what we're saying here is when you demean something that is useful. Right, so the mechilta is one in one way saying, if if, if your if your if your behavior is close to something that is demeaning or could possibly embarrass somebody, you shouldn't do it. Right, this is the this is the guard this is the guardrail. But Rashi is saying something more. Rashi is saying that when, that if you're demeaning something that is that is useful, if you're demeaning something that an, an object that is of use, and particularly who is it of use to, who is going to use it? The creator. So therefore, you are in fact demeaning the creator. Why? Because he needs it. He's using it. This is something that is vital to the purpose, and meaning, and fundamental flow of life and existence as such, as God created it to be. So then what's this whole thing about, about, about with your fellow? So is it just the stones? It's more than the stones. Because each and every single one of us is one of these stones. Each and every single one of us is put here on purpose, with intent. And God is using every single one of us for the purpose of, of making a, a dwelling place for Himself down below, for a purpose that Hashem has ordained. And each one of us has a potential. Each one of us has, has, a, has a capacity for turning over the world in a significant way. One that's in line with, with, with God's vision, God's will and wisdom of how the world should be like. And as a result, you cannot demean the stones. You cannot demean... Why? Because they're useful. Because every single person, every single thing, every single aspect of the world is of use. And therefore, you, can't, you cannot demean it. You cannot embarrass it. Even though it's a stone. Why? Because somebody's going to come and use it. God is going to come and use it. And that, that thing is made in the image of Hashem, the creator of the universe, the one who orchestrates everything. And it's easy to say, if you yourself, right, the haftal love yourself, love your fellow like yourself. But for me, you know, today we have such a culture of canceling other people, destroying statues. I mean, idols are... You know, destroy them. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, no, destroy them. But I'm saying, no idols. But you know, taking taking down signs be- signs because they don't they don't appeal to another person because you know this person may or may not have offended somebody in the past. Whatever it is, and we see how deep rooted this as- this idea is. Of if you disrespect an immaterial uh, uh, an uh, an inanimate object, right? Because it doesn't you you believe it doesn't have a purpose. How does that trickle down? What happens? You end up disrespecting whole slews of people, of real live human beings who have a purpose, who have a reason for existence. And 
when we have our, when we look at ourselves and we, and we ourselves, we don't see our own purpose, right? We don't see a why, why we're here, what, what we're doing. Then we find no use for ourselves. And then we, but then we, we mirror that to other people. We mirror that to the world around us. You know, this, is, this person isn't useful. That person is useful. Why? Because I deemed it as such. Why? Because I don't, have, I don't, I don't find a use for my existence. I'm just trying to figure it out myself. But here we have, we have a, a mission statement. The mission statement is this. Every single person has a use. Every single person has a vital a part of this thing we call life. And every single person has to play that part. How do we do that? We find out who we are. We find out what use we have. We, we look deep inside of us and see what we can offer the world. What, what, what stone am I? What tool am I? What, 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 what note in this song of life am I? Yeah. And by doing that, you work with other people. And you help them figure out who they are. And together we create this incredible symphony of moving parts where everybody is of use and everybody is doing what they need to do. Because, why? Because, because you, you, you can't d- 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 conceive of demeanor because Hashem put them here. Hashem placed every stone with accuracy, every person with accuracy. So L'chaim, L'chaim, Shabbat Shalom. That... We should and, and and sorry before I before I end off. This is really the Rebbe finishes off. This is really, I mean, a, a lot of it was what I kind of thought about it, but this is really the crux of the Ten Commandments, right? We think one part is between us and God, and another part is between us and man, but really, it's just us and God, because when we look at it from this perspective, when you're don't kill, don't steal, don't who are you stealing from? Who are you killing? What are you doing? What you're doing is you're not, you're not, it's not just another person. It's not, you know, there's nothing, God, stay out of this. It's just me and this person. We, we have beef between us, so then I have to deal with it. No, 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 no. It's you and God all the time. Because God decided this person should have that money. God decided that this person should live. God decided that this person should have everything that they need to fulfill their mission here on earth. And God also, guess what? Decided that you should have everything that you need. And when you're focused on what you need to do, when you're focused on where you are and, 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 what, and, and what usefulness you have in this world, then you will realize certainly the usefulness other people have in their world, in this world, in the world that we all share. Instead of tearing down this and tearing down that, just so your world vision should be fulfilled, just so the way that you, should, you see the world should, should exist, the way to see it is, everything is of use. How? Well, we have to figure it out. And we have to make sure that we have to adjust our vision because there's a greater vision here, that, that of God, that tells us that everything is of use. And when we align with that, when we align with this vision, this beautiful, beautiful collage of people, plants, animals, inanimate objects, rocks, and you see it from above, wow, a beautiful world, right? When you go into the details, it becomes tight, it becomes dense, it becomes chaotic. But when you zoom out, when you zoom out, there's a beautiful symphony. There's a beautiful cycle of life, of color, of living. And why, why is that? Because Hashem ordained it to be that way. We just have to reframe our way of thinking and make sure that 
We don't come close to demeaning a person. Why? Because we treat not only people with respect, but even the inanimate objects. There's a, uh, a lady, um, Marie Kondo. She's a, cleaning, she's a cleaning lady. She's a Japanese cleaning lady. She goes to people's houses and she helps them organize themselves. And one thing she does, she tells them to take all their clothes and put it into a big pile and really realize what kind of what you're what you're carrying. And she tells them, you know, if you don't want something, it doesn't bring you joy. Take it and you throw and you throw it away. But before you throw it away, you thank it. You thank it for helping you, for being with you, for for being you know, caring for clothing you along this journey, right? Now you don't need it anymore, fine. But it still served a purpose for you. It still served a purpose for you. And the same thing is true with, with, with Yiddishkeit, where we, we take great care to make a bracha on, on food. We take great, great care not to waste. We take great care not to destroy. There's a story by the Baal Shem Tov. I'm not by the Baal Shem Tov. Maybe it is by the Baal Shem Tov, but one of the, one of the Rebbeim, and they're talking about Hashgacha Pratis, Divine Providence. And I think one of the, the child Rebbe takes a leaf and just, you know, un- unwittingly takes it and starts ripping it up. And the, the mentor says, how dare you? Who allowed you to take this leaf that took so long to grow and to callously rip it up and throw it away. He said, this, he said, everything is here with a purpose. You cannot just walk around callously in life and say, this is, this is I, just because I decided this is useless. So l'chaim, l'chaim, shabbat shalom, real, that we should see the usefulness, we should see the utility, we should see the importance in every single thing. And when we align our, our, ourself with, with God's vision of how the world is, was and will be, then we will bring Mashiach here right now immediately because we'll bring out the usefulness in everything.